Today's verse is Romans 4.14. For if it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. All right, so in the previous verse, yesterday we talked about how uh, the promise to Abraham that he would be the heir of the world, it, it didn't come through the law, but it came through the the righteousness of faith. The, um, the, the, the law came later with Moses, but the, but the righteousness of faith came in uh, Genesis 15, 6. Um, and so the point Paul is trying to make here is that uh, the promise was realized through, through faith. It wasn't realized through, uh, through works. Uh, and, and so what, what, what Paul's saying in this one is, is that if you sort of switch things up, um, if, if, if you could, if, if you could adhere to the law and receive the promise and receive the reward, be the heir of the world, um, then what is the point of faith? There's really no point of faith in Paul's words. Faith is null and the promise is void. So just thinking about the point Paul's making in verse 14, let's say, let's say that we could work our way to right standing before God. Um, let, let's say you, you think you can do it all on your own, that, that when you get to heaven and stand before God, he, he's going to like say, okay, well, you, you didn't murder anyone, um, you know, I guess you only coveted a little bit, you know, well, that, I guess that's fine. Um, you know, you, 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 you gossiped a, a, you know, fair amount. You talked about my, my other children. Um, you said this and that, but I guess that's, you know, I guess that's fine. If God worked like that, then, then if God was just sort of, you know, accepting of the fact that we, we could work our way, not by adhering to the law, we could work our way to right standing with him. Then what is the, what is the point of faith? What, what is the point of, you know, what is the point of Genesis fifteen six, where, um, where Abraham, uh, believed God that, that his, uh, descendants would number the stars. Abraham believed him and it was counted to him as righteousness. What's the point of that? What's the point of, I mean, you would essentially have to say that that, that, that verse is wrong. You'd essentially have to say that uh, we're we're just going to discount the fact that God was um, that that Abraham came into right standing with God because of his faith. You just ignore verse fifteen six. You also ignore you know all, all of the, the the faith of David, the the favor that God had in David through because David believed in God because David treated God as his sword and shield. Um, even greater point. What about Jesus? What's the point of Jesus? What's the point of Jesus coming? If, if, if we could really get to heaven and God's going to look at our lives and say, yeah, you, you measure up, what's the point of Jesus? You, you're essentially saying that the sacrifice of Jesus is unimportant. That's what you're If you think that you can um, work your way into good standing with God, you are essentially saying um, that, uh, that, that, that Jesus didn't need to, to come and die for your sins. That's that's essentially the point that Paul is trying to make is that if you really think that that if you you know volunteer in church and 
um, and, and live a pious life that, that, that you don't need faith, that faith isn't the, the way that you get into right standing with God, then, then, then you're essentially saying that Jesus' uh, whole existence was, was unnecessary. That's the point that, um, that Paul is making. And, and to be honest, it's a, it's a point worth making today because a, um, a lot of us are so busy that we, um, we, we tend to load up our, our, our plates on things. Um, and we, we tend to think that those things are going to make us, um, make us whole and please God, but they're not pleasing God. Like, like your prayers are like your, like your faith is, um, you know, uh, I, I want to read for a, a, just a second from, um, Paul's another Paul of Paul's letters, um, Galatians, uh, chapter three, um, so he, he says, Paul, Paul writes to the Galatians in, in chapter 3, verse 17. This is what I mean. The law, which came 430 years afterward, does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God so as to make the promise void. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise, but God gave it to Abraham by a promise. In other words, if if God was required by the law to let you into heaven, um, if you kept His law, then then it's not a promise to Abraham. It's it's a it's just God's end of the bargain. You know, when in in, in contract law, my first year of law school, all all, all lawyers take when they're in law school, they they, they take a, a course called contract law, and you you learn that. Um, if if two sides are both um, are both agreeing to something and there's um, they're, they're they're both giving something up in the in the deal and that deal is enforceable, God um, God God would no longer be giving a but a promise a promise on the other hand is not is not by itself enforceable because the you're not the other side's not giving anything up. Um, unless there's, I mean, they're, they're, I'm, I'm not going to spend, I can't, I can't do contract law in, in two minutes. So I'm not going to even try, but let's just, let me just say a, a, a promise without like detriment is not by itself enforceable. God's promise was not given in return for anything. Abraham, um, a- a- Abraham believed he didn't have, and, and God, so God's gift is freely given. It's a gift. It's not the other side of a contract. It's not the other side of a deal. Um, and the point that Paul's making in Galatians and, 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 in, and in Romans is that if, if you view this as a contract, then God, you're taking God off his throne and you're, and you're, and you're reducing the sacrifice of Jesus to, to essentially nothing. Um, Grant Osborne, who wrote one of the commentaries that I've been relying on a lot in this uh, daily devotional uh, puts it puts it well, and I'm just going to read from 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 his um, analysis of 4:14. He says, "If the promise depended on the law, that that would nullify faith's place in God's kingdom. If we could attain righteousness on the basis of our own effort through observing the law, there would be no need for faith. We, not God, would control our own destiny." The promise itself would become worthless, robbed of robbed of its effectiveness. That's because law and promise are antithetical. It is faith, rather than obedience, that makes us the children of God, and that's an, that's as important. And this is as important today as it was in Paul's time. I, I think a lot of us. This is a point. 
you know, we're getting to this, this spot where um, we seem to be repeating. Our, I, I'm repeating myself a lot because Paul is making this point over and over, and he's making it in slightly different ways because it's important. And here's why it's important. We, in this world, we, we work a lot. Um, you know, our, our, we're doing something, you know, every day. A lot of nights, I mean, we're, we're doing something. We're, we're, we're working in our, at our job. We're working at church. We're, we're doing stuff. We're, we're doing things. And the things that we do from an earthly perspective are important. You know, how, how we spend our time is, is really important. And, and, and we, we let that bleed over into our faith. How we spend, how we work, how we spend our time with God is not important to God like your faith is. If you work a lot, but you don't believe that God can perform miracles, you're, you're selling your, 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 your relationship with, with God short. Um, your faith, your relationship with him is, is the thing. That's the, that's, the, that's the way you're saved. That's the way that God's going to judge you when you get to heaven. It's not your works. It's just not. Works are good. Continue to do the things that you're doing, but you should do them out of out of love, um, and it should be a distant second to your faith. Um, that's the point that that, uh, that that Paul's trying to make here. Um, join us tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit more about this in verse 15. But I appreciate you listening. Thanks.